Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 are you ready for the word praising this is pastor pearson of word of faith christian center here in sunny san antonio texas a bible believing bible teaching church where jesus christ is lord and you'll never be bored i want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that i pray is being a blessing to you and yours so sit back and relax as i bring a message from the word of god just for you But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. Jesus Christ, our elder brother, is the person God the Father wants all of his children to imitate. That's why the Bible calls Jesus the firstborn of many brothers. By design, the firstborn are supposed to lead the way so that all the other brothers that follow can know the right way to do things. Jesus is the one who's supposed to show all the other brothers how to represent the Father and live the God kind of life correctly. Because without Him, we won't know how to correctly represent the Father. The same way that Jesus represented the Father is the same way that we're supposed to represent Him too. We're supposed to be imitators of our Father and Jesus will show us how to do it. So let's learn some things so that we can successfully be the imitators of Christ just like God wants us to be. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. I would never touch his lips and it should not touch yours either. But we get into that another time and that's what we do. Because I know I'm messing with your, with your sweetheart, Margarita, right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Praise God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He said, I am the way, the truth. Everything else is a lie. Because there ain't no other truth but what the truth that he provides. And I am the life. This is the life. There is no other thing that's life. I was walking around thinking I had life, I had death. Because the only thing left after life is death. So if it ain't life, it's death. And I walk around with death. We walk around with warmed over death and laughing about it. <laughs> Just like, man, did you see what I did with her? Did you see what I did with this? You did <laughs> you see what I did? I was blown. How could he see straight? <laughs> that's, 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 that's death. That ain't life. I was partying all night long. Praise God. I was like, oh, you should have seen me. You should have seen me. I was partying all night long. What, 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 what? That's just what are you doing? He's, let's just keep reading because I, I can feel attitudes rising up. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> he said, if he had known me, come on, break it down. If he had known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. Now, the word no, right? That means no, absolutely. Which means when we've seen Jesus, we've seen the father. That's the level of oneness that he was with the father that when he, when he was saying to them, when you've seen me, you've seen the father. Ain't nothing else to know about the father that you can't know through me. Because I am the walking, talking personification of everything that he said and everything that you need to see. That's the way it's supposed to be with you and me. 
See, when we're in oneness with the Father as an imitator of Christ, we'll be able to say the same thing too. Let's read it. He said, verse 7, if ye have known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know me, ye know him, and have seen him. Now Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffices us. He said, man, quit playing, quit talking in circles, man, just, just show us the Father, and come on, you know, give me the bottom line, give me the bottom line. Verse 9 said, Jesus said unto him, have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? Huh? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? How, you say you've been in Christ all this time. And you still not, you all not knowing what to do with a glass of wine? Huh? You say you've been in the Word. You ain't seen it. And you sure ain't seen my Father. You still cussing folk out? Come on. Walking folk out? Being with people that you ought not be? Texting people, calling people that ought not be with thee? And you in the world? How, how long? How long you done been with me? You know that ought not be you. When, you've seen the Father when you've seen me. So you know what to do. Keep reading. Jesus said, have I been so long time with you? And yet has thou not known my, me? Philip, dying. He that hath seen me have seen the Father and know. And how, how sayest thou that then that show me the Father? You just don't Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. I ain't just making up nothing. I ain't saying nothing I want to say. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. But I like that, believe me for the very work's sake. Why is that? Because the works that Jesus did showed that he was really God. The works that Jesus did showed that he was really God. Remember, remember, remember uh, Nicodemus? Remember he came at night in John chapter 3, Nick at night? Praise God, remember he came and joined Jesus and said, yo, gee, dying man, for real, for real, for real. We know you of the Father. Because ain't no man did the works that you do. That's why I know you're the father. Because he was the chief. He was the chief of the chiefest. He was the muckety muck of the muckers. And so he done seen everything else. But then he ran into Jesus and said, I ain't never seen nothing like this before. No man does the miracles that you do. No man preaches with the power that you do. No man speaks with the authority that you do. You are definitely from God. Why? Because you're in a class all by yourself. You ain't like everybody else. That's what's supposed to happen with me and you too. That when you work with folk, they said, no man have I ever seen. I done been with Christians before. This whole office is filled with Christians. But I ain't never met a Christian like you that lit this thing out like you do. I ain't never heard nobody speak with the power and authority that you do. Like you really know what you're talking about and know who said it to you. I ain't never ran into nobody that stay holy like they do and still be fine at the same time too. Because it's one thing to stay holy and you're ugly. But when you're holy and, and, and pretty too, that take the power of God. Does anybody hear me up in here too? Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Because some folk you can look at and say, yep, I understand why you holy. Praise God. But, 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 there, but there's other folk, praise God. Did you be like, you holy? There's a God in heaven. Praise God. <laughs> hey, man, I thought I could get away with that at the 11 o'clock. Praise God. I couldn't even put it out there like that at the 8 o'clock. I thought I'd get away with it at 11 o'clock. 
Because <laughs> some folks, you can look at and see why they're holy. Anyway. Well, I know there's no beautiful, everybody's a beautiful person. Amen. Excuse me for a second, you know. Praise God, I repent. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now I'm anointed again. Now I can go on to preach. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Anyway. They're supposed to be able to look at us and say there's something different about you. Because I ain't never seen nobody like you do too. That's because that level of oneness that we're supposed to walk in. And you can, it's seen by the works that we do. Y'all just doing works over there. Absolutely. And they works. We're not doing works to get saved. We do works because we say the work that Jesus did is, because, is to get saved. And then he put a ball in your court and said, now I expect you to do something too. That's why he says, I need you to cleanse yourself and separate yourself and purify yourself like I need you to do. But notice this way. Yeah. Verse 13 and no, verse 12. Verily, verily, which means show enough, show enough. I ain't playing. I ain't lying. I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Now, I know you want to run on to the end of greater works these do. and all that. Leave that greater work alone. Praise God. Let's just work for this one first. Praise God. Let's just do what he did first before we start running on. Man, I can do greater works. Man, you ain't even doing what he did yet. Praise God. He, he, just slow down. Slow your roll, baby. Just slow your roll. Let's work on that one first. Praise God. Let's just get that one down, Pat. And then we can work on to now. I know you want to run on to calculus. You can't even add one and one yet. Praise God. Hallelujah. So he, 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 he going to work us through this. Now, when most of us think of the works of Jesus, we automatically go to miracles, the mighty miracles, the signs and the wonders that he did. And he did them too, praise God, because scripture is replete with stuff that Jesus did and God did through him too. But the works ain't limited to the miracles that he did. It includes the life he lived. Because the word miracle, by definition, is a supernatural intervention of God into the normal course of a thing. Well, God supernaturally intervenes into a thing so it doesn't go down its normal course, but it changes course. And goes on the course that God wants it to go instead. That's a miracle. And trust me. If you got somebody fine. That don't give up their behind. You got somebody that's walking with God like they supposed to. Living like they ought to. That ain't the normal course of things in this world. Because normally everybody in this world is just sinning and grinning. Having a ball doing it too. Are you listening to me up in here? But then they see somebody different. They see you who ain't doing what everybody else do and still smiling while you do it too. They say something has changed. See, the the, the works that we do are not limited to the fact that he does these great works through us. It includes what we do in our lives too. He said, the works I do, I lived holy. That was a work. It just, once again, it just don't happen by osmosis. It's an effort that has to be put in place. Are you listening to me up in here? It's something that you got to do. Praise God. Live this thing out like God wants you to do. He said, the works that I do, you'll do also. We can live like he lived too. Jesus ain't never sinned a day in his life. Jesus ain't messed up a day in his life, which means it's available to me and you too. Come on, we already read 1 John chapter 2, verse 1. It says, my little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, what do you mean if? If everybody doing it, what you put an if up in there? You should say when. You didn't say if, you're supposed to say when. He said if because it don't have to happen. Because he said, I wrote it so that it'll never happen. If you order your life according to what I said to you, if you begin to start thinking like and conducting yourself like the things I'm sharing with you, you will not sin. You will not mess up. You will not be fallen and taken advantage of by the devil. You will not. Now, once again, it's a process. Everybody say process. 
which means we get better and better at it too. But at the same time, some kind of movement should be done by me and you. Such a way we begin to do it. The works that he's including in the midst of this is not just these mighty miracles. It's how you live your life. It's a miracle that I don't cuss folk out and bust folk out like I used to. It's a miracle that I don't do the things that I used to do. That I'm a changed man flat out. Folk, for I mean, when I got born again, folks used to come from far and wide just to be able to see whether it's true. They come to my desk, come to my house, come all over the place. They said, I heard Rodney Pearson got saved. And then they watched me for a while and they're like, oh my goodness. He must have got saved. Because <laughs> things used to be my character. That's the way I just thought about things. But God changed my character and changed what I thought about things so that I can begin to start doing something different. So if it hasn't changed in you yet, that's all right. Just stay on the road. Just keep listening, keep learning, keep growing. And God's going to be able to share with you everything he wants you to be knowing so that you can then be able to gain the character of God, gain the mind of Christ, and begin to start living this thing out like you're supposed to so that the works that he did, you'll be able to do too. I said the works that you did, he did, you'll be able to do too. Then the greater works will become available to you to be able to step into these awesome, magnificent, life-changing things that you want to do. Just how about let's start with your life first. Praise God and let's just do that one first too. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Turn to John chapter 5. We're almost through. This shows us right here. Jesus speaks to us why he did what he did and how he was able to do what he did. He showed us why he did what he did. Everybody said, thank you, Jesus. And how he did what he did. Everybody said, thank you, Jesus. Because see, it's, one, it's, it's wonderful to know why he did what he did. But it's also, if we're going to do what he did too, we need to know what he did too. We in John chapter 5, start reading verse 18. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. It says, therefore the Jews sought him. Well, why? Well, let's go back to verse 16. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. Everybody said, ooh. At least that was big to them. It wasn't big to them. It wasn't big to God because they misinterpreted what the Sabbath was all about. Verse 17, but Jesus answered them and said, my father worketh hitherto and I work. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him because he had not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father. Pause button. Ain't that what y'all been saying that God's your father? That's why the devil trying to kill you too. That's why trying to jack you, mess you up, tear you up. That's if you living this thing out like you're supposed to. By the way, that's if you living this thing out like you're supposed to. Amen. Because if you're living like the devil still wants you to live, you're on self-check. He ain't even messing with you. Praise God. Amen. you already his, his number one confidant in, in, in hell. Praise God. But if you're living this thing out like God wants you to do, the devil's going to come at you with all guns fine. That's why he's laughing when Pope joined this church. They said, man, this is the best church I've ever been in. This is the most wonderful church. A few weeks later, pastor, all hell breaking loose in my life. I'll be like, praise God. <laughs> pastor. Folk persecuting me, trying to jam me. Praise God. Welcome to true Christianity. That's why the first thing God give you when you're born again is armor. Praise God. That's a dead that thing you need to know right there. But I've been a Christian all my life. Wasn't none of this happening. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, let's just move on. Uh, mm-hmm. No, he said, <laughs> he said, but said also that God was his father. Listen to this. Making him equal with him. That word equal right there means similar. Making himself similar to God. He was calling himself a son of God. Making himself similar with God. Verse 19. 
He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself. But what he seeth the father do, for what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the son also. He said, notice, the son can do nothing of himself. If you try to live this holy life out and live this life out that God wants you to live out on your own, by yourself, try to do it in yourself, you can't do it. That's what jacks a lot of folk up. They hear about what we're supposed to be doing, hear about how we're supposed to be living, praise God, but nobody teaches them how to do it too. So because of that, they go out and try to do it themselves. I'm going to try to live a Christian life. I'm going to try to be a good Christian. I'm going to try. God don't say try. God said be. Are you listening to me up there? But he also tells you how to be, which is the key, is the how to be. Does that make sense? Hey man, and he's telling you, you can't do this on your own. Because folk be trying and they mess up. Then they tried and they mess up. Then they tried and they mess up. Then they give up. Man, this don't work, man. I can't do this. Can't nobody do this. They can. It's got to be done the right way. Notice what he said. The father is the one that does it through him. See, God don't only tell you what to do, but he empowers you to do what he tells you to do. God just doesn't tell you how to live, but he empowers you to live like he said live. That's why he's going to say stuff to you. You're going to be looking cross-eyed like, man, can't nobody do that. Straighten your eyes back out. Look on at the word. Because that same word that tells you to do it will empower you to do it. Because it is the power of God unto salvation. Now you listening to me over here. So you can have that kind of manifestation. You just have to trust him. Believe him. Put your confidence in him. To the point that you lean the whole of your existence on what he said to you. That you can do what he said you'll do. And that which you previously could not do, you'll be able to do because he's going to give you the power to do. He's going to give you the power to do it, the instructions to do it, the inspiration to do it. He's going to give you everything else but the do it. The do it is on you. Everything else is on him. Are you listening to me up in here? I love that about the word of God. Because the stuff that I'm living now, I could not live before. I would knock your teeth down your throat if you looked at me wrong. And blame it on you. You shouldn't have looked at me like that. Now you done messed up my knuckles and everything else. <laughs> Somebody got to know what I'm talking about over here. And couldn't hold it back. I was going to cuss you out. It's just, just, just what I was going to do. I was, a, I was a master in cusser, cussery. Praise God. I could cuss you out in so many different ways. Praise God. I mean, people used to follow me around and wait for me to cuss somebody out. Praise God. With a little notepad. Praise God. Trying to write it down, man. What did he say? What did he say, man? He's, he, well, he, I called you bleep, de bleep, de bleep. Your mama a bleep de bleep bleep. And she bleep de bleep that other bleep de bleep. And there'd be people like, people would be like clapping around me. Like, golly, I ain't never heard nobody cuss like that. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But then I ran into a word, which is the power of God unto salvation. Which said, let not any corrupting communication proceed out of your mouth. Only that which is good to edify. And I received that word. Remember, they neither know him nor have they received him. I received that word. I internalized that word. I took that as my word because I'm the cusser. I'm, I'm spitting commu- uh, filthy communication out my mouth and laughing about it. <laughs> and I, it was, it was, I found out that ain't a Christian. That ain't how I'm supposed to act, my, act, 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 act in myself. But I couldn't do it in and of myself. I'd be like, bleep. Oops, my bad. Excuse me. Bleep. Oh, this isn't working. Bleep. But I got a word which gave me the power to do it. God said, it ain't going to be you to do it in and of yourself. I'm going to empower you to do what you couldn't do. 
God don't tell you to do nothing that he's not going to give you the power to do. God's not going to give you nothing that he's going to give you the, not going to give you the instruction to do. God's not going to give you nothing to do that you can't do because he's going to be right there to help you. He sent the Holy Ghost, a helper, right there with you that's going to be able to, there to aid and assist you to do what it is he told you to do. Are you listening to me up in here? Want to fight everybody, anybody that look at me wrong. Praise God. Hallelujah. It was a day that it was like that. Are you, somebody got to know what I'm talking about up in here. But I found out the laying on of hands ministry ain't busting folk up. You're supposed to lay hands on them for healing. That's different. Praise God. I got a word that gave me the power to stop getting upset. I started learning. I got a word. Do, do, unto, all, do, do unto all men what you would do unto Jesus. I said, hold up. Would I be ready to cuss out Jesus and bust out Jesus if he said somebody in line? It gave me the power to curb my mouth and shut that stuff down. Stop getting so upset. Going all off spastic, crazy. I ain't going to say postal, don't worry. I ain't going to say postal. Where's God going off all crazy and spastic? Because <laughs> there are kind people in the post office. Praise God. Till you mess with them. Praise God. Amen. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just, I'm just teasing. Hallelujah. I found out that's not what I'm supposed to do, but he gave me a word to empower me to do what he said to. See, the Bible says you in and of yourself can do nothing. You trying to do this on your own, you can't do nothing. That's why he is, that's the true, one of the true reasons why he extended grace into your life. To give you his power, his ability to do what you previously couldn't do. So that you now have the grace to do it. The power and the ability to do it. Are you listening to me up in here? Something that you could not previously do before. But that is a privilege that is made available to a child of God. Everybody don't have that. The world can't have this. Why? Because they're not his yet. But we his, so we can have this. And we can live this too. Think about it. Let's go to verse 19, then we're almost through. It says, then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, say I unto you. The son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. For what things soever he doeth, these things doeth he likewise. The word likewise means similarly. He said, you can't do nothing of yourself. That word nothing means not even one thing. So quit trying. Verse 20. For the father loveth the son. Listen how he loves him. And showeth him all things that himself doeth. He will show him greater works than these that ye may marvel. But notice, the father loveth the son and showeth him all things. That's how the father demonstrates his love towards us as he shows us all things. He makes it visible to us. See, the father loved Jesus enough to show him how he should do everything. Well, the father loves us the same way. That's why he wants to show us how to do everything. I don't like that church. Every time they go to that church, they try and tell me how to do stuff right and tell me how I'm doing things wrong. That's love. Because that's how the father loves. Because the father loves you by trying, I said trying, I said by trying to tell you what to do. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that it really is true. God really does want all of us to be imitators of him. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what God wants all of us to do, that is to be more like him, so that we can live the kind of life that he wants us to live, the kind of life that can only be lived when we're more like God, like he wants all of us to be into. 
If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something I invite all of you single unmarried saints out there to do. We invite all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be uniquely his singles fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God's brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month where all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.